Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another audition. Audition? Not audition. I still haven't got the part. No, you haven't got the part. Anyway, it's it's another it's another one of these uh, tall, blonde, and ginger podcasts. You know the ones that you all love to hate. No, you don't. You you love because we've seen the numbers. They're definitely going up. Um, we've got an interesting show with you today. We've got a, another guest coming along. We won't say anything about it, but um, I'm sure Craig has a, an amazing introduction for this person. Oh, do I? Oh, oh, I better get right in that then. You you did last week, so. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Um, right, okay, then I will go and do that bit of homework. And uh, Michael, you can come and say hi. And uh... oh, finally, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Yeah, from this side is Michael. Michael, you sound really far away, like that you could be in Poland or maybe even. Yeah, North. because I'm in Poland. Still, I'm in Poland, guys. Why are you? Are you dancing on some TV show or something? Yes, tomorrow morning. We didn't know. We didn't hear it so many times last week. It felt like every word you said was, I'm dancing on a TV show in Poland in the morning. Because can I say something? Because I'm so excited with your Vita that actually we have opportunity to dance, dance. You know what is mean? Dance. I'm going to dance. You can dance every single day. Like Craig can dance. People dance for people. They will watch. And this is in TV. So, you know, like anywhere, but it's important that we have actually opportunity to perform. And this makes us so excited. That's why probably last time I was speaking about this all the time. Sorry for that, guys. (laughs) It was, uh, yeah, it was the first thing we've heard of it. And it's the last thing. It's like first thing you wake up and you let us all know about it in the evening also. So, yeah, very good. But anyway, anyway, for the people who haven't heard out uh, in the big wide world, what is this TV show, Michael? So this is breakfast TV show, and uh, and yeah, we're gonna speak about you know obviously about winning of the greatest dancer. That you won the greatest dancer. Yes, seven of March two thousand twenty, <laughs> almost one year ago, guys. Me and Craig are still waiting for our cut of that prize money. I already spent all money, guys. No, you haven't, you liar. <laughs> you don't spend money. You save. You've got. I save. What's the saying? You've got short arms and deep pockets. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yes. I spent your Vita safe. That's the, 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 the story. Yeah, but tomorrow, yeah, we're going to speak about our journey and about our, you know, like, this is nice for them because, like, we are Polish, so they can say... You're Polish. Oh, yeah. So for, for new joiners, I'm Michael, and I'm from Poland, and I'm 28. Maybe that's enough information for today. Wow, that sounds like a dating show. <laughs> yes, no, no, no. I have a beautiful girlfriend, Jovita, so please don't send me any message. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so how are you guys? How are you? I'm missing you all so much. So tell me, how are you feeling? Neil, how are you going, buddy? Um, I'm good. I've... I've just raced back. I've been painting the set for Gingerland for next year. It's all done. It's all finished. I sent pictures to Michael, but he never. Yes, started. I love it. I love he, it. He I didn't reply. He, he's <laughs> telling, he, look, look, for everyone at home, he's saying how much he misses us. He doesn't reply to his messages. He cut me what? off the other day and he said, <laughs> I'll call you back. He never called me back. I called you back. No, you because didn't. 
Yes, a first time I call you back and then you know what is the problem? You're sending me beautiful picture and I love it. I really love it. And then I didn't just answer to you. But yeah. you have to know that I love it. Yeah, you well you didn't yeah. answer. So whatever I do and however I send you stuff, Neil, just know that I love it. Yeah. I don't need to reply, but I love it. It is there. I do love it. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, you are quite useless at that, my friend. And it's all a bit lastminute.com. But anyway, we're still here. We're all together. Life is good. And we're we're moving and grooving in there. We've got the channel back up and running in the new year and a little bit of a kick up the bottom. And we are back and good to go. Have you boys been joining in with my uh, 10 a.m. dance classes? Yes, uh, Neil, I, did. I love it. I love it, Neil. I love it. He didn't join, but he loved it. That's it, exactly. I'm learning from the master. I think you're both liars. I've never seen your names pop up on there. Oh, no, you haven't. No, I haven't been on. I'll tell you right now. Okay, Michael, what did I do today? No, 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 no. Today I was not there. What did I do yesterday? Last time, ah, listen, I didn't say that I stay for the whole uh, whole uh, lesson. <laughs> I, I join you. I join Name you. Name one step I did yesterday. Yeah. I got one. This one, Neil, you did this. <laughs> I join exactly. I join you, and you were like, "Welcome." Yes, ever. Craig. Yes, Craig's doing the moves. Michael, you're such a liar. You didn't even join. No, I joined, and you said, "Welcome, guys, in my class." And then I switch off because I, 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 I was in rushed, you know. But got busy. I, I, I join. Yeah. What time do you finish your TV show tomorrow? So, uh, eight we don't need to know all the details. What time do you finish? <laughs> So, no, this you have to know this because 8 in the morning we're going to perform and 40 minutes later we're going to sit on the sofa and we're going to speak. So they will give us 40 minutes break. (laughs) Great. So what time do you finish? Ah, that was the question. Uh, 9, 9.40. Amazing. Just before your class, yes. Just 11, 11 a.m. So we're talking 11 a.m. is Polish time for my class. So let's yeah. do life. I will join your class, yeah? You're, you're going to come on my class. You're yes. going to be joining like in and dancing. Amazing. This sounds fabulous. Nice. Neil, for all the people out there who don't know what your class is, uh, obviously because you haven't smacked it all over uh, <laughs> socials, what actually is it? So Are you doing yoga, yes? No. This Pilates. is it. Pilates, huh? There, this is to get everybody dancing. So 10 a.m., 15-minute class, a little bit of a warm-up, and then I teach a different little piece of choreography every day. It's all free. It's on my Instagram live. Come and join. Love it. Love it. I didn't join, but I love it. Liar. <laughs> so I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh... I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask how you feel. We'll go again. <laughs> go for it. So, Craig. Oh, and you will put this on the beginning. Craig, how are you? I'm very good, Michael. Thank you. It's good being ma- master in chief and editor. It's very, very handy because uh, I, I can pretty much put this uh, podcast however I like, you know, intros, <laughs> know. outros, all good. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're, we're locked down. We're school, homeschooling. Um, that's week two of homeschooling going very well. Uh, week two of also our little young baby girl walking everywhere yeah um and i've re- we've resorted to blocking up all the entrances and exits to the kitchen so the door coming in the other doors coming out and literally it is like an assault course and we are not letting her out because she's now going upstairs it's just it's it's, it's quite stressful it's <laughs> hair hair graying inducing you know can i ask a question what? you may which subject from the school you're the best to help me 
Uh, well, she she did French to today, and oh, that was really? fun because she she yeah, she schooled me on uh, counting from one to ten. Ah, so she is actually teaching you, not opposite. Like you're not. Well, not I, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh, un and then deux, and she's like, Daddy, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's good. But I look at it honestly, guys. Honestly, this like schooling for six-year-olds, it's pretty complex. Like they've got to do a lot of stuff where they're on their own, not on their own, they're doing the live classes, but then the stuff they've got to do afterwards on the Seesaw, the app that they use. I was not doing that at six years old, Neil. I'm sure you weren't too, mate. No, but this is really funny because my, okay, so my sister sent us a message yesterday that her daughter, um, who, I'm going to get this wrong. Wait there, I've got to work out the ages. 14. Um, look, here we go. Michael taking pictures again. Ah, stop it. Four, 14 years old. She's um, she's on the Zoom for school and all like this. And the teachers turn around and say, okay, we're cooking. So this is a cooking class. Okay, we're cooking today. Um, we've sent through the ingredients that you all need. And um, I've sent you the video as well. So I want you all just to look at the video, watch it, copy it. Show me how it is afterwards. So, hang on, this this looks very similar to our wonderful challenge on season one of Tall Blood. <laughs> you know what's really crazy is like she turned around and went, I think that the teachers are on an easy thing here because what they did is they set them up. Teachers could just go and do whatever they wanted after that. Exactly. It was my sister. Next thing my sister hears from her daughter, mom, how do you cut an onion? <laughs> so wow. yeah, she actually had to help her with the whole cooking rather than the teacher staying on the zoom and going through it all with them do you know i mean it's a lot harder i think at the age that my daughter is because trying to keep the attention of all them kids six-year-olds in a class and you know they're coming up in in their room and they're showing uh, their friends their favorite toys and stuff and then bringing it down from the camera and then and i tell you you can hear the teacher she's like i would like you not to be showing your toys please <laughs> <laughs> and annabelle's sitting there like mm, okay better not <laughs> very cute but yeah what were they cooking neil I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't stay for the rest of the chat. I got bored. Oh, so you join and you love it. <laughs> See what he did there. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is my dance classes are fun. Of course. <laughs> Don't worry. I started watching a YouTube vlog yesterday. I, I did the first five minutes and I got bored, so I just turned it off. Mine vlog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I had so many comments that the people love it. They didn't join, but they, they love it. <laughs> well, he probably looked at the watch time and he's seen that people complete maybe 10, uh, 10 20% of the video, but they've all commented on how amazing it is. Yeah, uh, probably. Didn't watch it. You know, you know how it is. So I am excited for today's guests because uh, I was checking out uh, their uh, feed and what they've been up to and stuff. And uh, big keen runner big cyclist i'm i'm like all about the fitness uh, so i'm really excited to talk to them and uh, pick their brains on uh, what what they're up to it's going to be really good yeah this person so um i've worked with this person once before mm. actually on social media and um, we had a little challenge for each other and i have to say this person so i'm not saying the sex of this person this person was incredible so much energy so fun um yeah i think everyone's gonna love her oh oh nice one <laughs> there you go again master of edit that can be taken out michael do you have a good question for the person yes 
Well, don't say it yet. Let's not say Let's not do it now. No, no, no. I have, for example, what would you do if you will find a penguin in the freezer? That's a good question. Yeah? Did we just say not to do it now? <laughs> no, but I'm, send, I'm telling you, she did it here. Yeah, but the listeners here. She's not listening now. <laughs> she is. The listeners who listen to our show are listening. Yeah, but you know, the question is for our guest. So, you know. But uh, don't worry, I have so many. So you, you, you think that'll be uh, the first time she hears that amazing question, it will be it will be fine for her to hear it, yeah? What what, what do you think? Uh, if I was asked that question on a show, I would probably be thinking, who the heck is that guy? <laughs> uh, I've got better animal questions, though. I must, uh, I must admit, so I'm quite excited for that, you know? Oh, you've got animal questions? Yes. I okay. can't tell you what kind, but uh, it's all good. So, yeah, boys, lockdown. It's uh, it's, it's here again, isn't it? But uh, some good news on the horizon. They're now hoping to roll out the vaccination centres or the vaccination centres for uh, 24 hours. Keep them rolling all night, all day, all night. Oh, nice. That's good. But wasn't that Piers Morgan or somebody else that suggested it to, I was listening to, it was today in the morning. Um, Matt Hancock, they were talking to him and they said, why don't you have 24 hours? And he then started talking about, well, I think because the doctors and the, the people coming in would prefer during the day. Um, and I think it was peers that turned around and said, well, we've got a pandemic going on. It's not about what people would prefer. We need to get it out there and we need to be doing it quicker and making sure it's all safe and all like that. But we, the more we can do, the better it is. And uh, so that's good to hear that that's actually happening. Um, yeah, I think it'll just be in a much better place. I've got a friend of mine who is a pediatrician and he is working in the children's hospital, but he has been um, volunteering at one of the vaccination centers. And when he's taught, hang on, where is it? He told, thing is he tweets so much, so it's so difficult to find uh, what it was exactly he said but basically he was talking about the um, vaccination centers and how many people it takes to run that center it's not just you know six uh, people who are doing the vaccines you've got the he calls them queue wranglers who are trying to get people all lined up safely you've got the admin team you've got security you've got the hygiene team you've got the there is like 25 staff of different levels to try and get this uh, these six vaccinators, and they did something like one and a half thousand in that one day in that center. Wow! Yeah, isn't it? Some they're on something like two point four million. Yes, so far. That's wow. what I read. So you think that after this process, everything will come back to normal life? Uh, what is normal life, Michael? I don't know. The normal life is this: what we had two years ago. <laughs> Remember this freedom to join cinema and go for vacation. This, you know, some stuff which we. I'm going to ask you that. Okay, if everything went back to normal, what is the first thing you boys would go and do? Without a doubt. I would go and get some sunshine, but it could be summertime by the time we're here. I'd just take the take the girls away and go and do something for sure. What about you, Michael? I will go to the cinema. I will go to the theater. I will go to the shopping mall. And then on the end, I will go with your Vita somewhere. Like I will fly 
somewhere. Oh, so you you go to all them places uh, on your own first, yeah, and then you go back home, get your Vita, and then you would go away. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cinema on my own. See you later. I'm going to shop. No, your Vita, you stay here. No, of course. What is the deal to go alone to the cinema? I will invite your Vita then. I'm sure it's been done. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I would definitely go traveling straight away. Traveling, yeah. Mm. Uh, the, currently, yeah. my next job that I'm contracted for is in April. So I'm hoping that there's some type of lift before then. Yeah. And I will go traveling during that period until I have to work. Well, I do work. Yeah, I hope I mean, so. Until I have to work. I love to work. Chaps, last week's episode mm-hmm. with our special guest, our new kind of angle on the show, uh, is our most listened to episode of all time. Really? Really? Yes, it's surpassed our New Year's special and our Christmas special and all of our little um, season one escapades where we were playing mini golf and (laughs) doing challenges and cooking and stuff. (laughs) Those were the days. Those were the days. Oh, when we actually did do things as well. I can see this guitar behind you. Yes. And I can't focus. And can you actually maybe in the meantime play something for us? Can I play you something? Yeah, just to, you know, to, to, to have my time. Put your down and Michael will chuck some of his prize money into it. <laughs> exactly. You're going to give me some cash, are you? Excuse me, Neil. What do you says on your uh, mug? Why don't you read it? <laughs> no. It says ick. Like ah. icky. Yeah, yeah. But you've always got to keep a hold of the handle, Neil. Don't take your hand off that handle. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> It was better than last week's cup. What was last week's cup? Left and right. Oh, yeah. Um, happy and not happy. Good happy, memory. Not happy. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's good cup game, that, isn't it? I mean, I've really got some good uh, memory game there. I think because you're still with your... Not still, because you helped with with school to your daughters and then you... Seriously, you think that's why my memory is good? Because I'm doing six-year-old no, math? because you're clever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking why I am I am so bad and you are so good. Probably you're... you're... Oh, it's been like this, Michael. Javita's I know, home. I know. I mean, we've all got yeah. our strengths, right? Um, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, me and Neil will let you know when we've come up with yours, but uh, we've all got our strengths, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? He knew we were doing this at 6 p.m. today and he organizes a meeting at 6.15. Mm-hmm. This is a random meeting. Yeah, I have 6.15 meeting, but I need to finish at uh, 6.10. This is random because uh, actually we are in the, the apartment next to the studio and I'm supposed to be faster in Warsaw, but the weather in Poland is so bad right now. So then we reschedule meeting and then can do all this. You have to tell the producer he's going to have to wait slightly longer because you're working and you'll contact him straight afterwards. Michael would never tell him that. If they say he has to be there, Michael will go there. This is the professional. No. No. Unprofessional because you've already got a meeting and work planned in. Then somebody else comes in to say, I need to do this meeting at this time. And you should say, being professional, that's fantastic, but I will not finish this work until that time so could we do the meeting from that and could we have a buffer of about 15 minutes but michael is going to be slowly maneuvering into his 615 meeting within five minutes dude this is not going to go to plan and we're probably going to lose you halfway through the interview if this young lady doesn't ever he has to send a message to the producer and say no i will not do this 
he wouldn't look at him. He's upset. He's, he's afraid of upsetting. No, no, it was unprofessional because you knew we were only meant to start at 6 p.m. That means you would have been 6 p.m. until 7 p.m. And you've then put in between that, you've then said our podcast is 15 minutes altogether. They would have come with that time straight away and then he wouldn't have wanted to say no. So he just said, okay, that's what Mike does. Javita, get Javita on. Get Javita. We want to know the truth. She is not uh, here. Where is she? Because we do podcasts, so she is quiet in the toilet. <laughs> you both don't need to be in the meeting. Javita can do the meeting. No, man. No, yeah. This is not professional. This is professional because you had a meeting with us first. It's bad planning, Michael. I'm gonna, Mike. I've got a new. I've got a new name for you, Michael. Say it. It's called the Yes Man. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are boys. In fact, in front of me, we are joined by two-time GB Winter Olympics member, and now she's also a marathon finisher. <laughs> it's none, I've been doing my research, uh, Amy. Uh, it's none other than the wonderful snowboarder Amy Fuller. Can we give a big round of applause? Hello, Amy. How are you? Wow. Thank you for that introduction, Craig. Um, You're welcome. Buzzing to be on, chatting with you guys. Are you not MBE or anything like that yet? Am I what? An MBE. I thought you had like an MBE or an OBE or something. Oh, yeah. Um, Amy Fuller, MBE, OBE. I've got got all of them. No, I've actually just got the one. O-L-Y. Olympian. Bet you didn't know that. Oh, it's still pretty good, though. I think Dame would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Dame Amy Fuller. Yeah, that would be good. But who needs a status, right? Just exactly. got to own it. So it's a pretty big day today, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it is a big day. It's um, been my official retirement from competition, which has been pretty mad. I honestly just did not expect. Um, saying to Neil earlier, like, kind of the the positive energy and lovely messages I've had. There's been a, a really, really nice response. So yeah, it feel, feels good. End of a chapter, but start of a new one. Absolutely. How long have you been thinking about retiring for? Well, I suppose I didn't really think about it too much until my friend, one of my best friends on tour, uh, retired before Christmas. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I need to take action and like put it out there and and kind of like use it as a segue to to stem the next chapter. I mean, I've been competing in snowboarding for 11 years, been a pro snowboarder for 13 years. So it definitely feels a bit strange hanging up the boots, but it's also kind of exciting because I found something else that I love. And um, I think that's that's far and few between between. Um, you know, for people with, with their work. So um, it's yeah. an exciting step, but it's also a step into the, the unknown, you know? Mm. That's, that's actually because, Craig, when did you, like, I never officially retired. So are you, are you going to make a comeback, are you? No, no. But, but that was kind of weird because I stopped competing, but because I still said I'd be performing and dancing, I never officially retired. And everyone was always asking me like, when are you going to retire or why didn't you do an official retirement? And I said, because I'm still like dancing. So in my own mind, I haven't retired yet just from competitions. Um, yeah. I think in our world, it was more like you have to make this kind of announcement to kind of, like Amy said, put that block behind you and move on and move forward with other things. We did it six months before lockdown. 
I don't know how we kind of knew and everybody after was like, you know, this cryptic, mystical, uh, you know, to know this, but it, yeah, I, I was in the same boat. I'm like, why, what am I doing? Why am I still doing You, you just get this kind of sense and didn't look back and feels fantastic. But dancing but is not part of Olympic. Maybe that's why you didn't retire. Yeah, most probably. If I'd have been an Olympic snowboarder, then it would have been different. You know, break, break is now being accepted in the next Olympics. That's it. That's what I was waiting for. Break dancing. Yeah. Yeah, that's ace. It's amazing the the new and innovative sports they're, they're gradually introducing into the Olympics with surfing and skating this summer and then obviously snowboarding in 2014 and big air in 2018. They're, they're mixing it up, appealing to the, the youth audience. That's it. Well, that's how you're going to get them doing it, for sure. I couldn't do the break dancing because I can't even do a handstand. Amy knows this. She was trying <laughs> oh, to teach me. Yeah, I, I did witness that uh, live on TikTok. Um, I'm surprised, actually, Neil, with with the way that you guys move your body. I mean, I couldn't do it. I mean, again, you've seen me try. But I would have thought that agility and the movement patterns that you guys flow in, I would have thought that, you could pop no. a handstand, no biggie. No, I would no, no. Every, every every dancer can, but Neil, Neil is yeah. the only no, one. I'm the only one. one. Michael, can you do a handstand? No, uh, like next to the wall, yes, but without wall, no. <laughs> no, I I was useless. Um, I was I was completely. Amy was trying to do everything to teach me, and I was trying my hardest. And I think it was so entertaining on TikTok, but I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to save my life. No, Amy, I have a question. Yeah. Why snowboarding? Why not skiing? I mean, are you really asking me this question? I have, because I have one story, funny story, which happened to me. And I know maybe the answer, but first I want to hear from you. <laughs> well, I started snowboarding because I used to be a skier. At the age of four, I skied on dry ski slope. Loved it. It was fun, but it was kind of like, I've done that. And I saw a snowboarder go from the top of the dry slope to the bottom, air over this little roller. It got like serious air. And I was just like, yes, I want to do that. And, and seeing that, I was just like, that looks cool. It looks fun. It looks creative. There's no rules with snowboarding. And there's, um, I mean, there's not with skiing either as well, especially freestyle skiing, but I just thought the way that you move on a snowboard was cool and it fascinated me. Okay, because you know what happened to me? One day I had the lesson, private lesson, and the teacher was following me and he was screaming, Michael, bent over, bent over. And I was like a little bit scared. And then he had, okay, take your shoes off and bent over and wait for me. So then I stopped doing this, you know. <laughs> Uh, where, where did this story end, Michael? Do we want to know? <laughs> no, I just, I just, you know, I, I never, I never had lesson again. <laughs> Sounds like a horrifying experience. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right. Well, I, I want to get into snowboarding. I, I think it's, I've only done, ever done it once. And my plan was to go along with Amy and she was going to show me how to do it. But then lockdown hit. Yeah, and then, then we got stuck and we couldn't do it. But you know what is so frustrating as well, Neil, when you messaged the other day uh, about is there anywhere to snowboard in the UK? Well, right now, like, we actually have snow in the UK. It's mad. Like, you could literally walk up the hills and snowboard, like, in Northern Ireland, up north, 
And I think there's a lot of snow in Scotland. So it's, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that the, the mountains uh, in Scotland and the sort of bigger hills in England are, are obviously closed due to the pandemic. But you know what? There's plenty of fields and you're allowed outside for, what is it, an hour of exercise. So maximise that. Get your sleds out, strap in and see what you can do. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that snow to hit around me. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen to us in London, though. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about. It did happen in 2018, though. Uh, when I came back from the Olympics, I have to show you. I've got this sick picture. It was probably like start of March. Do you remember the beast from the east? And yeah. My mate to meet me at like 11 o'clock at night outside Buckingham Palace um, House of Guards, and we went and shot street. So that's another like type of snowboarding. So you know, like rails and obstacles where you go and create like jumps and you use them as features. So we drove around the city looking for all these different obstacles that we could snowboard. And she towed me with a TRX in her Range Rover, literally down Pall Mall. I've got a picture of me airing over a cone on Pall Mall. It was just but surreal. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. I was like, well, how did you get like the speed? So they had to tow you to get. Yeah, she literally had a TRX. Uh, wow. Because she, she's a gym trainer hanging out the back of her car. <laughs> It was jokes. It was so much fun. And uh, yeah, I hope I hope we can recreate that day again soon because I'm, I'm that was magic. Definitely. Now, can I ask you a question, Amy? I'd like to ask you, you I see also a lot of pictures where you've got, you're out on your bike. Uh, you've got a Cannondale, is it a Super 6? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you do a lot of running. So you are just one um, feature away from doing a triathlon. Yeah, you, you're, you, you are right, actually. It's crossed my mind, but I'm not a great swimmer. Like I can swim, but I wouldn't say that I could swim in an elegant manner as in like, for some reason, when I do front crawl, I literally just breathe out of the same side all the time. So I figured that if I swum for a long distance, like my neck and my back and everything is already like had, had its fair share of, you know, abuse through impact through snowboarding and, I just think like if I was to do a triathlon and just swim, <laughs> looking at one side for like, what is it? How far do you go? A mile? <laughs> yeah. We did. I did my first smaller one this year and it was only one that was available, but I'm trying to do an Ironman this year if they oh, open it back cool. up again. But I only go to the left as well. I don't go to the is right. That an open invite? You know what? We can vlog it. We can. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Love it. I think it'd be great. They also do teams. So if anybody else wants to join, we can do a little segment each. Ace, ace. Oh, so you, you do like a, a, I'm a good swimmer. I could do the swimming section. So Neil can do the swim. He comes out, then we do the ride and then we do the run. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your favorite riding or running? Oh, I think it depends on distance, you know, like sometimes I don't mind like, you know, a long run. It's just, it's good for the head, right? The mental clarity. And, um, I think sometimes, you know, when you go out for a run and you don't put like a pressure on it, you're just like, I'm just gonna go for a run. And then you see mm. how you feel and then you end up vibing and you just keep going with jam and chew tunes. And I love that when I get in that state. Whereas cycling, I do find sometimes a little bit more stressful just because of the road, especially in London. You know, like when you try and get out to like Box Hill or cycle to Brighton, although it's very fun, it's quite hard to get into that meditative state of, you know, enjoying the process when, mm. you know, you're, you're dodging cars. But Especially if Michael's out on the road. Oh he's yeah, what drive? No, he's a good driver, aren't you, Michael? I try to be a good driver, yeah. 
But sometimes when I'm too too much time in Poland or in Europe and I'm coming back to UK, I'm like forgetting to watch in proper oh. sight. So I'm going to say this. So I'll do the swimming. Yeah. Amy does the running. You do the riding, Craig. I will give you towers and water. That's it. <laughs> nice. I think we're sorted. I, I think I think we've got a team here, you know. I think so. I think we have. We we definitely Half-time oranges from Michael and uh, yeah, transition. Will... He could be in the transition station how, ready for how us. Far, how far? I will be treating, treating you guys. Like, come on. Good job. How far is the swim? swim it, it it changes. So for an Ironman, a uh, half Ironman is uh, 1.2K swim. So about a mile, about 30 five minutes and then for a full iron man it's 2.3 mile which is pretty full on are you still going to do this new <laughs> i'll do it no problems no problem even with cramp and drowning <laughs> um amy tell me what's next retirement's happened what's the plan what's the goal what's the future um well i think i'm going to start my own little moving podcast um it's going to be on the move because that's kind of my vibe um Definitely not one to sit around. Um, won't delve too much into it. It's early phases, but expect something to drop around March, which is going to be ace, super motivating, getting rad guests on, and uh, yeah, chatting, chatting all things Mondays. Um, how to how to combat nice. them? Um, so that's kind of in the works because I want to have my own thing. You know, I, I used to do snowboarding a series called Fuller Life, um, and I want to bring something you know, back into sort of what I do that's consistent. Um, because the last 18 months has been mad, you know, like I went to North Korea and ran a marathon. I've done all these amazing uh, random jobs, but, you know, from tennis to snowboarding, BMX, skateboarding, um, on the broadcast side. Yeah, I, I'm really looking, um, the aim is to make, you know, a strong mark in, uh, you know, sports broadcast and, and represent for all the females out there in sport. That's the goal uh, with uh, 2022 Olympics, Winter Olympics sort of being, you know, a solid, solid post that I'm, I'm aiming towards to be out there, um, you know, on, on the punditry or presenting side of that. So, yeah, I've, I've claimed That'd be it. amazing. No pressure, Fuller, like literally just laid, laid the cards on the table. Yeah, you've, you've, you've told the whole world now, you know what, this is what we were talking about last week. Put it out there and that's how it works and that's how it happens. Don't do a Michael. He hides it. Because then he can let himself down. I don't like to spread the information. <laughs> he just doesn't want anybody to know about his secret plans. Embrace what what you want to achieve, set a goal, and, and strive for it. And I suppose in my career with the Olympics, you kind of do that anyway because it's a pretty public event, the Olympics, and everyone knows you're going for it. And I've dealt with you know such immense immense pressure in, in the lead up, especially to my first one. I was like. At the time, like, you know, one of the it kids, I had the double and I'd had just a really bad run up uh, to the Olympics, multiple shoulder injuries. Um, and that really set me back. So I, I literally had two events to qualify in. So so you guys know it takes around 18 months to qualify for the Games. You have wow. around three, three to four contests per month. And then they're sort of like in blocks. So you have like three heavy months do a bit of the summer in New Zealand. But basically what happened was I got injured at the start. The majority of them are at the start, which meant I only had really two events to qualify in. So the Games was in uh, February 2014. I had to qualify in December. I needed a top 
12 or better in the Copper World Cup with 70 girls two weeks before Christmas. I managed to get 11th. Bearing in mind, you get two runs. If you fall once in each run, you're done. It's a clean, it's a clean slate. And snowboarding is a very open and exposed sport, so anything can happen. It really, really is like rolling the dice. Um, I then had Christmas, like dealt with such immense pressure, you know, like internally, um, and I combated that with like loads of walking at night, music, got very into my own headspace. And I had decided that I was going to the Olympics unless someone told me I wasn't, like I was going. So I had one more event to to get into the top 24. Only 24 girls went to the first one. And I needed, in the last World Cup, two weeks before my first Olympics, I needed a top six or better out of 40 girls all vying for the same place. And I felt on my first qualification run, which meant I only had one run to qualify for the semis. And to be up there and knowing that, you know, your biggest future opportunity is lying on one run is insane. And actually, you're going to love this, guys. I went up the top, saw one of my teammates, Tora Bright. She's a Roxy snowboarder, Australian snowboarder, super successful, won the Olympics in 2010. And she was like, Fuller, just dance it out. So we were vibing at the top. Like I had, I was like, you know what? I've just, I've got to be fluid through this. Don't seize under the pressure. So we were vibing at the top. She's like, you've got this, just chill. Think good vibes, good vibes. And dropped in, smashed it, qualified for the semis. Uh, So that meant I was in the top 12. Next day was semis, boshed that. Uh, got through in the top six and then managed to land fifth and I needed a top six, which was mad. So being at the bottom of that run after the games, I remember calling my mum and just being like, I've done it. And she's like, what have you done? I was like, I've done it. I'm going. And like yeah. pressure like that um, definitely has, I think, shaped me and made me less fearful of putting out there what I want to achieve. I think you can almost thrive on setting a goal and maybe people, you know, being a part of that journey with you. How, how good, how good was that to hear that though, from Tori at the top of the uh, run? Yeah. I mean, it was ace, like, like perfect timing. Yeah. I think that's what's so special about uh, the snowboarding community. There's like a lot of respect and some amazing friendships. I'm sure it's actually similar in dance actually, but you know, you really vibe off people's energy and um, we drive each other to be better. So, um, yeah, it was, it was ace and those words definitely helped. And it's mad how something positive like a fluid movement uh, can help your mindset. See, Michael, I'm with that. I'm with yeah. what you said there. I really, I really like it, what you said, yeah. Mm. Come on, Michael, I know you've been wanting to ask her a question. Um, now I was like listening her with, with passion. So I, I lost no questions. So give me one second. I know you have nice set of questions. When are we getting you snowboarding, Neil? That's the question. Um, what do you reckon you'll be like at snowboarding? Okay. So I went once in Finland Yeah. and I, everyone else was getting their skis and I went, no, I want to snowboard. Um, and at that time I went with Katia and she was like, yeah, I'm going to snowboard as well. And we had nobody to teach us. Oh, no way. We were just on our own there. Don't take private lesson. <laughs> no, especially <laughs> not with your teacher. Um, put, this, put it all on, like went to the top, ready to go. And 
I just taught myself how to do it. And I loved every second of it. Like I got all the way to the bottom and even I don't have the video anymore. I came down really fast. And then right at the end, I just like turned all the snow went up, but I didn't like fall over. I stayed up and I was like, this is cool. Amy, I'm going to give you two options. Yeah. And you've just got to say the first one that comes to mind. Okay. Okay, cool. Love that. So we've got 10 here. Okay. So the first one is choice. Snow or beach? Snow. Okay. TikTok or Instagram? It's got to be the gram. Okay. Backpacking or five stars? Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Heels or trainers? Trainers. Every day. Okay. Strictly or I'm a celeb? Oh, I'm a celeb. Oh! Oh, wait, 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 wait. Am I watching it or am I doing it? You're That's doing strictly. it. I I would I would embarrass the nation on Strictly. You've seen my hips and how they move. So it's got to be I'm a celeb. I can do handstands there. Okay, what about watching? Ah, uh, Strictly. Yes, good answer. Great answer. Good save, good save. Okay, cycling or running? Running. Tequila or vodka? Vodka. Oh, good choice. That was the quickest answer of them yeah. all. <laughs> okay. This is with I'm a celeb then. Yeah. Camel b- or fish eyes? Oh, f- fish eyes. Snowboarding or yoga? Oh, yoga because it, it heals me. <laughs> and the last one, and this is the most important, Craig or Michael? <laughs> what? What what, 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 for? Neil. Anything. Just Craig or Michael. It's horrendous, Neil. That's horrific. I know. I always save the best for last. I can't do that. I'm not that person. (laughs) I'm proud of you, Amy. Well done, girl. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Don't enter into his silly games. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Listen, Amy, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're so happy that you came out and hung out with us for a bit and uh, had a chat and we got to hear a little bit more about your journey and what's going next on for you. Oh, thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, I'm looking forward to to listening to all of your other episodes. Oh, yeah. And and I can't wait to listen to your podcast when it comes out. In March, exactly. Yeah, we'll have to get you on that. Socially distance and all that. You've got your first three subscribers for sure. Yes. Thanks, guys, for the support. Big love. Take care. All the best. See you later.